Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We're broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network, UFO, Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. We're sponsored by the amazing folks over at Folgers Coffee, and we're so appreciative of them. We love them. We're grateful, and we just couldn't do it without them. So big thank you to Folgers Coffee. Also super grateful to Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, for his contribution of his music and his voice at his time for that intro that you just heard. He's an award-winning composer of Halloween, horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found on any of your favorite music platforms. So check him out. Also, big thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind all of the banners and logos here at the show. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Also, I would say specializes in the horror genre, does phenomenal pieces. Check him out over there. Maybe get a commission piece. Guys just can do anything. Comic books, you know, graphic novels, you name it. Family photo, picture of your pet. <laughs> anyway, check him out. Tonight, <clears throat> we welcome back Lester Velez. And he's going to be discussing his new book, The Unknown Other and the Existential Proposition of Alien or On-Alien Contact. So this is this is a big thing. Um, he wants to touch on the impact of the congressional hearings on the UAP phenomenon. Um, how is this going to affect experiencers and the stigma that's going to surround them and much more? So to you know, participate. I'm really tongue-tied tonight, so I do apologize. <laughs> to participate, guys, you know the drill. We've got seven chat rooms and no chat room on Roku, but it's all going to come down from seven into one. So we do our very best to get back to everybody, make sure we acknowledge as many people as we can. But of course, we have to go with the flow of the guest and where he's at in the conversation. So we're just waiting for him to come on board. Um, while we're waiting, we're going to put it out there. Let's get some nice positive vibes, healing vibes and prayers, white light, and all of those hugs that people like to send to Bubbles. Amelia, who is, of course, not feeling well. And, um, you know, she's also got her daughter who's, who's as she's spoken about on the show, gone through a kidney transplant. And she just did a biopsy waiting on some results. So the family's just hanging tight in there and uh, spending whatever time they can together and just trying to work through the waiting, which is always the hardest Part of the whole thing. So let's send her some good love and light and prayers and uh, good vibrations. And hopefully we'll, we'll get some news on that soon and she'll be back next week, which should be awesome. So 
essentially <clears throat> a look at the book. I want to give a little a little blip about what I read on the book today. Um, Les's book, a look at how Opus, which is organization that he'll speak about, which is the Organization for Paranormal Understanding and Support, came about initially to help people with their paranormal experiences and the paranormal phenomenon of alien contact. I find that super interesting, the paranormal phenomenon of alien contact and the physiological and psychological characteristics, along with the latest UAP information presented by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. So we know that there's definitely a connection with the, the paranormal, with, without a doubt, there's, there's a connection. I've spoken a few times about <clears throat> having worked with people in the past, and this is spanning, you know, two decades, and at least half of these people also reported having extraterrestrial or abductions, you know, they were experiencers as well. So it wasn't just paranormal. It was also extraterrestrial. Some of these people were abductees. Some of these people were, you know, contactees. We know they're all experiences in one form or another. So 50%, that's pretty big. You know, and we've been able to link sleep paralysis. We've been able to link a lot of the similar characteristics that we get from paranormal, um, let's say, malevolent attachments or just the activity, poltergeist activity, all this sort of stuff. We've been able to come up with the same sort of the same sort of attributes, but on an extraterrestrial level. So it's it's, it's kind of interesting to think how similar they really are so thanks everybody uh we appreciate it yes uh oh, hold on hold on where am i going here ah lots of prayers out to amelia's daughter and amelia and the family thank you faye i will see you next tuesday night on faye's angels go check out faye ewing guys Yours truly, going to be making a little hello, <laughs> sending light to Amelia. Thank you, thank you. And yes, the movie The Uninvited, that was actually, that was a great, great movie. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Les and we're going to uh, catch up with him. It's been a long time and we're really happy that he's back. And I know Amelia is just sort of like going, come on, how can I be missing this? So <laughs> hopefully she's watching from the sidelines. <laughs> Oh, yes. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Good to see you again. Me too. It's so nice. You're, you're looking very lovely this evening. Thank you very much. <laughs> Not bad. We're this is what tired looks like. <laughs> so, so oh. oh my gosh, it's been great to see you. I've really been looking forward um, to having you back on. And of course, with your book, which I'm going to put up right now just for people to see. Oh, great. Excellent Thank cover. You. <laughs> I love it. So, okay. forward by Linda Moulton Howe, which is great as well, because she's she's also affiliated with your network, isn't she? Yes, she's uh, on our advisory uh, committee. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're lu very lucky to have her involved. Uh, I've known her for long time, long, long time, nice. and uh, we uh, we chat every once in a while and uh, catch up on the latest and greatest stuff that uh, 
is happening in this world. And oh my God, there's been so much stuff going on lately. It's it's just amazing. This it's, week alone, there's been a couple of things which we can talk about. Please, uh, please. Yeah, yeah. I want you to take the stage. I want you to catch mm -hmm. us up to what you've been doing since since mm -hmm. the, your last um, time yeah. on the show. And I'd like you to also talk about Opus for those mm -hmm. who, because I mean, you were on with us early days. Now mm -hmm. we're up to like, you know, the high two to three, well, 2.8 to 3 million plus people who are listening. So that's a substantial oh, wow. more. Oh, yeah. That's Fantastic. Live. I know. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. It, it's great for everyone who comes on. But we have, there's so many more people now that we want to make sure we kind of catch them up and bring them up to yep. speed on sure. yourself, your organization, and then we can go from there. Okay. Sounds good. Well, awesome. you know, to begin with, uh, you know, as far as how I got involved with all of this, uh, I have to go back to when I was 11 years old and I saw this object and it scared the hell out of me. Right. And uh, I ran in a house and uh, tried to get my father to come out. It was a late October evening. And uh, by the time he came out it was gone and he says oh it's probably just a beacon of light reflecting off a cloud or something and i didn't believe it right <laughs> that was no beacon of light reflecting off a cloud right and i went to the library and started reading books on on ufos and back in those days it was george adamski was the the preeminent uh, author in the U ufological field right. and uh so uh you know and 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 i really got into it for a while and then of course i uh, like I said, I was only 11 years old at that point. I, I got a little bit older and girls became a little bit more interesting <laughs> in my life. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of forgot about the UFO situation. And anyway, long story short, you know, went off to college, uh, went in the service, eventually got married. And in uh, 1985, I moved out to California from Connecticut, where I was living at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, picked up the paper, uh, San Jose Mercury News, as it was called back in those days. Now it's just the Mercury News. Uh, Stanton Freeman, a nuclear physicist, was coming to San Jose City College to talk about UFOs and the government cover-up. And I'm going, holy crap. I, I That's gotta go a biggie. See, right. Yeah, I got I to gotta right. go see this guy. And I expected to see a handful of people. Well, the auditorium was packed. And on my way out, uh, in the foyer, there was an organization by the name of MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, uh, that had a table out there. And they were talking about this journal that they have they produce on a monthly basis. So I decided, OK, I'm going to get this journal and started reading about cases and everything. And after a while, it was like, that's not enough. And uh, I decided to become a field investigator. They had a field investigator training course. And I took that. And this is when things got very interesting because most of the cases that I got involved with were not only uh, sightings, but people were telling me that they had contact with non-human intelligences. And I'm going, what? The first case, like, you know, my believability quotient wasn't quite there in that regard. Right. And uh, but then the second case and then the third case and then the fourth case. And it's like, there's definitely something going on. You know, and, right. and so I started to really understand uh, that there is something that we do not understand happening to these people. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in talking to these people, some of them had already gone to a psychologist or a psychiatrist uh, because they thought they were going crazy. 
but found out that they didn't have a psychopathology. And so what the hell do they do next? So the next thing that happened, one of the people said to me, do you know of other people having these kind of experiences? And I said, yes, I do. And I started to facilitate a support group in my office in, in San Jose. <laughs> and mm. uh, that's when things really got interesting because the stories that came out uh, were just phenomenal. And uh, uh, a lot of the stories uh, of experiencers are in, in the book, The the Unknown Other. Uh, there's like about 25 cases in that book that uh, uh, are from uh, people that are, are in the online support group that uh, Opus has uh, availability to these people. It's a confidential online support group that we provide. Um, and uh, it's, it's international. Uh, we have almost 400 people from around the world wow. that are talking 24-7, you know, about their, their situations, asking questions. And it, it, it's proved to be probably the most helpful vehicle mm -hmm. uh, for these people. Mm -hmm. we, also, we also have a referral network of mental health practitioners and hypnotherapists. Excellent. That if a person is looking for something like that, we can, we can help them with that. That's excellent. I, yeah. I find it interesting that Opus is is basically like a, a paranormal um, type support group, and and I like the, the paranormal and the connection to contact mm -hmm. because I know that in the two decades that I've been working in the field, I've assisted people who thought they were having just a paranormal experience, and at least half of the amount of like. And we're talking like thousands of people throughout mm -hmm. two decades. Half of those, at least 50%, actually had extraterrestrial and UFO connections. And it wasn't just plain, no, right. it's not a spirit <clears throat> in the house. No, it's right. not something attaching. It's something else. It, 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 there's an incredible connection between all these factors. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things that our organization has done, uh, and matter of fact, in the process of doing is we have a study that's going on right now, and, and we finished the first phase of it, that we sent a questionnaire out to the therapist uh, mm -hmm. to tell us what kinds of things they're encountering. Because our, our bottom line on this is we're trying to educate the mental health community, but also... Uh, uh, trying to understand what modalities that they're using to mm -hmm. help these people. So right. one of the things that most of the people talk about is mm -hmm. the fact that they're, they're in contact with the grays. Uh, this seems to be like the number one guy that, that people talk about. But yeah. the second yes. thing is uh, they talk about orbs. All right. That mm -hmm. they, there's a contact with these, these uh, energies. And uh, paranormal community some a lot of them at least half of them frown on orbs so i'm interested to hear your yeah. your perspective on that absolutely and then the the, the third thing and i'll get back to that yeah, uh, is interdimensional uh, type energy yes. beings and the fourth yes. thing is is poltergeist ghosts yes um and 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 so the paranormal, uh, if you look at all the aspects of it, whether it's uh, spiritual awakening, kundalini awakening, um, uh, poltergeist activity, uh, alien, you know, extraterrestrial uh, uh, types of things, of course, we're not we're not sure they are extraterrestrial. Mm -hmm. You know, are they extraterrestrial? Are they uh, interdimensionals? Are they time travelers? Are mm -hmm. they our military or all the above, which I mm -hmm. believe it is. I, I think right. it, it can I, be all the above. I agree but, with you. Orbs, there's been, you know, so much uh, 
uh, evidence. Uh, you know, when you you take a look at these things, uh, pictures that are are captured, and it's not dust. It's it's not dust on the lens or, or you know in the air. Um, mm. Dander. And I, yeah, yeah, dander, um, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the in, in a lot of these pictures, I, I had an incident uh, back in a uh, number of years ago, actually, in Arizona, in Sedona. Um, I had uh, uh, gone to see uh, Tom Dongo, who was like the, the guy in, uh, in uh, Sedona about the paranormal. Mm -hmm. And he, af after having uh, lunch with him, he said, you got to meet this woman who's been taking some incredible pictures of these orbs. And so we set it up and I, I went out to her place and she had this ability to sense when something was there. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you could not see it. You couldn't see it. But what she used to do, she had a 35 millimeter digital camera and she, she would start clicking away mm -hmm. and taking multiple pictures. Well, this, this evening that I was there, she sensed something and she, she said to me afterwards, I sensed it was over your head. You, I was sitting on the back porch. Mm -hmm. And um, so when she got, we went in and, and uh, looked at the pictures that she had taken. And this was a red orb with a, like a yellow cap on it. Wow. And every, every picture that she took, the cap moved. In other words, so mm -hmm. it was it was movement going on right. with it, and, right. and and this was not this was not any kind of uh, particle that that was floating around, and, and this was big. It was rather big, but right. I didn't see it at the time, right. and you couldn't see it with the naked eye, but the camera picked it up, which right. again that that happens in a lot of cases uh, where you have uh, infrared uh, capabilities that. Uh, the cameras can pick them up and right. that that's that's been in a lot of cases mm -hmm. so um yeah but moving yeah moving I, I, on. i agree yeah please yeah i i you know i i think that uh, uh i was uh, contacted by uh, um uh, the international director for mufon uh, uh asked me if uh, he could give this reporter uh from the uh uh, Monterey Coast Weekly paper, my name and, and contact, because he wants to do an article on UFOs and, and things. And so he came out and uh, we did an interview and he, it got published and um, did a nice job on that. And afterwards, I got a call from a woman uh, down in Carmel, uh, California, and uh, she wanted to know what was going on with her brain when she was in contact with these off earthly entities. And I'm saying to myself, well, I, I, I have no idea how I could possibly help this woman. And uh, then she said she was working with an emergency room doctor down there. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I had a doctor friend, Dr. Eugene Lipson, uh, who was interested in uh, uh, connecting with other medical people, doctors mm -hmm. particularly, that are interested in the phenomena. So I called him up and I told him the situation. And I said, why don't we go down there and talk to this woman and just see wh what we can we can find out. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we did. We walked into her home. And uh, as we walked in, there was a picture on the wall. And uh, it was her standing on the back of a rather large boat in beautiful crystal clear blue water. And uh, it caught my attention. And I said, so what's this all about? And uh, her name is Carol. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. and, and, and I said, Carol, what's this all about? He says, I was helping these treasure hunters. And I said, really, how were you doing mm -hmm. that? She says, well, I was in contact with the captain of the galleon that had gone down. Ah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> that that's that started the afternoon off and it, it was like what <laughs> what did you say so subsequently what we found out that she had become very psychic after a near-death experience normal that's mm -hmm. common yeah and and so um the rest of the afternoon she was telling us stuff about ourselves that there was no possible way she she could uh you know know that right so when we came away that afternoon we we stopped at this hamburger joint and started talking about it and, and say, how can we possibly help people like this? We, we need to, if we're going to do that kind of work, mm -hmm. we need to set up an organization. And that's when Opus, the organization for paranormal understanding and support was hatched, Brilliant. you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and then, then in 1994, we officially became an, an, a nonprofit 501c3 organization recognized by the IRS, which mm -hmm. always blows my mind that the IRS is involved with the paranormal. I know, weird, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> you have to love it. <laughs> yeah. But, but no. uh, so, uh, and we've been doing this this thing ever since, and we get two to three calls a day wow. from people, and it's and it's going to ratchet up even more. Now that these congressional hearings have happened and, and Grush has come forward and Graves and and and, and these pilots that uh, are talking about their experiences with these uh, objects um, and, uh, you know, Grush's comments about the fact that we do have alien uh, biological bodies. We have uh, crashed UFOs and, and uh, or, you know, even intact type UFOs. Mm -hmm. And this week, uh, he's evidently Congress has passed a bill that uh, he's going to be able to maintain his uh, top secret clearance so that he can talk even more about these types of things uh, to mm -hmm. to Congress. Uh, and so that's moving forward. And then uh, Kirkpatrick, who was the head of the AARO, that investigative uh, branch that was looking at all these UFO things basically said that, yeah, we, we, we know about these, the government does, does have these things. And uh, so um, that's a big step. It is, it is a huge step. And, and this mm -hmm. is the thing that's concerning to me uh, about this is that we have, you know, these people that have had these types of experiences is a huge stigma that's uh, attached mm -hmm. to it you know yes. you yes. can't you can't talk to family members a lot of times you can't talk to your own spouse you can't talk to mm -hmm. your 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 fellow workers uh you can't talk to your clergy mm -hmm. you know and, and and so you know they're afraid that the people will think they're nuts but the bottom line is that it's this is like another group that could be ostracized in some way shape or form you know we have problems with prejudice you know mm -hmm. whether it's against the blacks the jews uh, uh, you name it you know whatever there's I division mean, there's everything has yeah. has its share of division unfortunately and yeah. in this day and age i'm surprised that there's i mean i am and i'm not surprised that people are afraid to talk about any areas of high strangeness, UFOs, and, and you know, right. because it's it's so out there now. And and and, but fortunately, in another respect, that uh, I think the latest uh, survey that was done, that like seventy percent of the people believe that we're not alone. That's, that's huge. That's huge. That's, that's huge. huge. So that that's a first step. But at the same time, these people 
um, in a lot of cases are starting to exhibit uh, uh, skill sets, if you will, mm -hmm. or abilities that could be, um, uh, you know, scary. It's like the old yes. witch trials in Salem. I mean, you know, th these these women were basically healers. You know, yes. they, they had that capability. Um, yes. But then they were burned at the stake or hung or right. things of that nature. So the same thing could possibly happen to these people that do have certain skill sets, whether it's telepathic capabilities, mm -hmm. uh, psychic uh, abilities, um, and, and healing abilities. Okay, yes. so here's here's one that I was really surprised at. I, I uh, spoke at a uh, MUFON symposium a couple of years ago in uh, Las Vegas, and uh, uh, this uh, couple came up to me afterwards, and it turned out to be Robert Salas, who's well known in, in the ufological field is that he was the captain at the uh, Maelstrom Air Force Base when this UFO came over and shut all the missiles down. Well, <laughs> guess what? Wow. He came up to me afterwards and said, can we talk to you? And I said, sure. So I went into the exhibitor room. I was hawking my book. <laughs> yes. And uh, he and his wife both were abducted. They, they both have had an experience. And when his wife came back, she developed healing capabilities. And so wow. she's doing those kind of things now. Right. And um, the, uh, they found uh, Gary Nolan from Stanford University mm -hmm. um, uh, did a study on a group of, of these people. Mm -hmm. And uh, they found that, that in the area of the Caudate and Putamen, that, that there was more connections between those two areas in the brain. And these people exhibited these types of capabilities, psychic abilities, telepathic capabilities, um, and that it was generational and that these people mm -hmm. were also able to hook up with other people that had the same uh, uh, types of uh, uh, characteristics. Mm -hmm. So that is very interesting because I think it's an evolutionary process that's going on. I mm -hmm. think that eventually those are the people that will be here on this planet. And you and I, who maybe don't have that, I'll, I'll talk for myself. I don't know about yeah. you. You might have psychic abilities and all kinds of <laughs> abilities. But for I'm also me, an experiencer. There you go. As is, I have long, you know, long line of, uh, of it. Well, we went back as far as my great grandparents, um, uh -huh. you know, with stories through the family, but yeah, it's all definitely yeah. there. Yeah. And it, it's definitely generational. And yes. so, I think that's what's going to happen is that we're going to evolve into this, uh, having this type of a capability. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and uh, so I, you know, I just won't be around anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> the next, the next, the next, you know, group right. of people are going to take over. But right. in, in one way, in one way, I think that's very good mm -hmm. because I think that's, what's going to be needed to stop all this freaking craziness that's going on in this world with all these wars you know what what a waste of humanity and time and effort and and you know to to kill people and all of this and one of the things that a lot of uh, people that have had experiences like mm -hmm. yourself uh they come back with a whole different worldview that we need to be better stewards of the planet we need to be more loving Mm -hmm. We need we need to be better to one another. Mm -hmm. And that that's that's really wonderful. So it if, is if, if you know, there's always, you know, a couple of camps, you know, you have the camp that believe all the aliens are uh, these extraterrestrials are good, you know, and then the other 
group that's saying they're all bad. Well, I think I, it's like a mixture. It we, is. I think it depends on the experiences. Some people have horrific experiences, but yeah. there's there's people who have unbelievable experiences. Oh yeah, positive experiences. Yeah, exactly. And 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 so it, just like we have good people and bad people here on this plane, of course, uh, we <laughs> the same thing is going mm -hmm. on up wherever. Right. <laughs> up <there. laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. All yeah. around us. Right. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, I, I I tell you, it's it's just it's just something that uh, uh, it's another reality. It's another reality that's probably always been here that mm -hmm. we just now are starting to maybe touch around the edges of it, you know, and trying to understand it, whether or not we'll ever understand it, you know. I think uh, it goes back, you know, to, uh, again, ancient times. You just look around. You just have to look uh -huh. at structures. You just have to look at petroglyphs and, and, and hieroglyphs and, uh, and out-of-place artifacts and things that are dated yeah. going back hundreds of, like, even billions of years, hundreds of billions of years, things that uh -huh. can't be explained. We're not the first kick at the can. You yeah. know, we're not the first civilizations. We probably won't be the last, you know. Um, at least I hope we won't be the last. But, you know, there, yeah. there are some theorists out there who believe that that we are, that we could very well be the last the last go, um, mm -hmm. you know, on a grand scheme of things. But who knows? Right now we live in the now. And, um, you know, these there are more people coming forward and talking about it. And, like, organizations mm -hmm. like yours – are making it easy because I know like, you know, when we were younger, I can speak for myself and I'm sure mm -hmm. it was the same, but it was one of those things that, no, no, we don't talk about things like that, dear. Right. Because exactly. it was just not something you did because it, what will it, the neighbors it, say? It, what will our family, well, my family it, was cool because they were all having experiences, but it uh, didn't mean that was everybody. No. And, and, and unfortunately that's, that's the, the typical, uh, yeah. as you say, uh, the, People were suppressed. Uh, children were suppressed. I mean, you know, I hear so many stories about when I was young, you know, and I was five or six years old and I was able to know what people were thinking or, or, or feeling. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, t tell my, my parents and they say, well, no, just forget it. it or, or they were having experiences and they say, oh, it's just a bad dream or something. You know, a lot of that was I'll just. I'll get back to that. Sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah, so I, I, you know, it's unfortunate, but uh, there are people that are more worldly in that regard and uh, have, have nurtured it, right? You know, and nurtured their children and and said, right. okay, let's look at this and see what this means and see if mm -hmm. we can figure something out. I think it's important um, in anything in life, <clears throat> even even if it's just a child. I mean, they're they're all pretty brilliant. They haven't been corrupted by life, having to get a job and have, right. have worries and stresses. I mean, they've got their own, but you know, I always say when a parent belittles a child for having an imaginary friend, mm -hmm. if that child doesn't feel secure enough to go to his protectors and tell him what's going on. Mm -hmm. That could end up setting the stage for just a, a really, you know, frightful child going through life. And that child sure. is very gifted in seeing things. It's the mm -hmm. same thing. There there have been reports of children who have had extraterrestrial experiences and who are quite comfortable mm -hmm. with them. Oh, ab absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And matter of fact, uh, one of the people in our support group, uh, she has two children, uh, mm -hmm. older, older children. Right. And they, I mean, the, all three of them are, are, 
very much involved with the whole whole uh, whole process and are totally open to it um, and are comfortable with it. And uh, so, yeah, uh, there are yeah. people that uh, are more enlightened, if you will, you know. Uh, I think we're living in a time where um, it is becoming more accepted. You're always going to have the people that don't want to have the experience, don't believe they've had the experience, don't care to have the experience or have had them and don't want to talk about it. And then I think you have those that will pave the way by listening to stories of other people who have come forward. We have somebody in the chat room, um, Lisa. Lisa's mm -hmm. also written a book and Lisa's been on the show oh. and she has had horrific experiences. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yep. so yeah, connect with less. <laughs> connect well, with Opus. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. We we do have tools that we we can help you with, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, we'd we'd love to have you. You just go to our website, which is opusnetwork.org. That's right. under my my puss over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, there's a contact button there, and a support button, and then you just hit that and tell just us. Just tell him you saw Les on the show tonight. <laughs> you got a personal <laughs> invite. There exactly. <laughs> Please, Lisa contact us yes lisa yeah, yeah now, I, I i i really feel for these people that have gone through horrific uh type of uh scenarios and mm -hmm. uh, um in a lot of cases it, it it ruins their lives they 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 can't work they can, you can't sleep they can't eat i mean it, it mm -hmm. they're mentally a wreck uh but mm -hmm. uh, the bottom line in most of these cases, the, the vast majority, that once they, they, they start talking about their, their in instances and talking to other people about their, uh, like in the support group, the support group, is, as I said earlier, it, mm -hmm. it's turned out to be a wonderful vehicle for people. I think it's been one of the most helpful things because people know that they're not alone, that mm -hmm. other people are having similar types of experiences. And they're here. They're, they're, they've managed to get through it. And yes. we do we do have a, a couple of books that we recommend uh, for people that if they are having continuing experiences, negative experiences, how to stop them. And and uh, so uh, we can certainly uh, uh, do that. So, and, I mean, here's, here's a question that um, I mean, it gets a little bit touchy, but mm -hmm. my lab. Yeah. Yeah. How, lab, how do you navigate lab. that one? <laughs> Well, that, that's, that's yeah, common. That, that, yeah. And that, that's a tough one. That, mm -hmm. That's a real tough one, especially if it's an ongoing situation um, mm -hmm. where you've, you know, you, you have not only uh, aliens in the room, but you have military people in the room and, and, and mm -hmm. uh, that, that whole scenario, you know, like. Uh, 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 I know you can only say so much because it gets really technical, convoluted and, and, but it, it is, you know, I, I mean, I've met so many people going through it. Again, very traumatizing. So oh, it, yeah. it's a different sort of trauma. And I think sometimes people don't realize the differences. You just don't get to remember everything. So you're associating right off the bat with with ET and, and possibly missing out on a really lovely experience. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, 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 there's no definitive answer for any of this unfortunately right. uh all we can do is is uh, give give some 
some type of guidance, you know, mm -hmm. as far as where to where to look for information, what to do. Uh, but the, the my lab type stuff uh, is is really, you know, very scary stuff. It, it really is, and yeah. uh, it, it's 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 happening. It's happened, uh, and uh, you know, I, I, the only thing you can do in, in those kind of cases is to um, protect yourself as much as you can um, mm -hmm. by being around people and not, not, mm -hmm. you know, hanging out all by yourself in some mm -hmm. secluded wood shack somewhere. Right. You know? And maybe uh, joining, uh, you know, a network yeah, like Opus yeah, or, yeah, um, yeah, just to find yeah. support in exactly. any way that you can exactly. find. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to get to some comments before we get too far ahead. Cause people on the show know that we get to it and, you know, while we're still in the, mm -hmm. the moment of the conversation before we move along. So here's um, Robert. Hi, Robert. I just yeah. heard the government aircraft that transport workers, Air America, a.k.a. Janet, are mm -hmm. changing call sign and looking for a new carrier. Mm. I couldn't tell you a thing about that, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now I'm just putting it out there. I'm yeah. Just I, it out I, there. <laughs> no. Yeah, and, the old Area 51 uh, transport. Uh, right group mm. yeah so well, and, I, i'm sure there's a lot of things being changed now because uh, uh with these revelations you know the congressional hearings that have gone on mm -hmm. and uh, the aaro that's been set up by the uh biden actually got that started a year and a half ago 18 months ago wow. uh, and kurt patrick now is 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 retiring mm -hmm. officially and uh, his uh, deputy is taking over until they find somebody new to take over but there, Politico put out an article uh, today, I guess it was, uh, about the, the story behind what uh, uh, why Kirkpatrick is leaving, and uh, mm -hmm. that he, he basically came out with the fact that yeah, we we have stuff. <laughs> we ha yeah, stuff. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's going to start unfolding. Um, the Air Force base uh, that you were speaking of. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And he goes, it really happened at Air Force Base. I knew a man who was in command center. He passed away in the 90s, scared the hell out of him. <laughs> he said this. Mm. So that's mm. more of a, a more of a comment. So, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, um, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, there, there's so, so much uh, intrigue, if you will, yes. that, that's involved with this. I mean, you have people that are knowledgeable. They have information. Uh mm. And then you have people that don't want any of this to come out, mm -hmm. um, and uh, so you you've you've got major forces battling each other here to either bring it out or to suppress it, and right. uh, which is unfortunate. But uh, you know the the Mexican uh, government, uh, Jaime Musan, just had his uh, big uh, uh, presentation yesterday. Mm -hmm. Was it yesterday or day before? I forget. I think the day uh, before, I think. Yeah, no. yeah. And uh, with the, the analysis of the mummies that they, they had. And they did a fantastic job of, of talking about it and bringing out evidence that, mm -hmm. you know, these things were alive. Uh, th these are not put together in any way, shape, or form. They they were alive at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were unusual. They had unusual characteristics. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so there you have it. Now, is this something that was extraterrestrial in nature, or is this something that's been part of our, yeah, yeah terrestrial, been part of our, our mm -hmm. world, you know, for mm -hmm. for centuries? But you know, finally, they uh, they uh, 
disappeared mm. off the off the face of the earth. It became extinct for whatever reason. Well, how, I mean, you just go back. We lost two continents, <laughs> you know, uh, at one point. So, I mean, those people had to go somewhere. You know, we we we. I I think we we where we should be evolving. I think sometimes we just go the way of the dodo bird, and we also, you know, have had people here go extinct. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, you know. The, the, the biggest worry right now is whether or not we're going to get involved with World War Three, oh, uh, you know, yeah. with, you know, Russia and Ukraine and now uh, Israel and, and uh, mm. Hamas. Uh, Serious times. It's it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And, mm. and uh, you know, there's there's been probably two or three major extinctions or maybe even more that have occurred on the planet. And Mother Earth, Gaia, uh, is yes. she's good at uh, making corrections. Uh, Cleaning herself of, up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things that I've, I've, I've thought about it ever since I was a kid, you know, when you start hearing about all the forests being uh, cut down, you know, especially mm -hmm. in, in South America and Brazil, mm -hmm. the rainforests are, are being cut down because they want to grow more beef, you know. Um, That's hard. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so one day there's just not going to be enough oxygen. And all of a sudden, everybody in the world will die at the same time. Mm -hmm. That'll be it. There won't yeah. be anybody left because if something else doesn't enough. hit us. <laughs> and then eventually Mother Earth will will correct that. She'll grow more trees mm -hmm. and there'll be more oxygen. And then a mm -hmm. whole new civilization will come about, perhaps. You mm -hmm. know, who knows? It's 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 frightening to think about. And with everything that's going on, let me ask you this. Um, do you feel that E.T. should intervene or will they intervene? Or do you think they're just sitting back there going... We have to let this play out because the kids don't know how to play nicely in the sandbox. So that's the end of it. I, I think that uh, the the uh, experiences that we had at Maelstrom Air Force Base and, and another uh, base, which I can't remember where it was, uh, and then in Russia, they they had one where the, basically uh, uh, it looks like those things were about to launch, you know, instead of being shut down. Mm. Uh, and again, UFOs were involved in it, uh, these objects. Um, they, they actually, uh, shot down a, a UFO. There's, there's incredible video footage of this. Uh, and I can't think of the gentleman's name uh, who was involved with the program. Um, this object comes in and this was a test of the Atlas, uh, rocket program. And this thing shot a beam of light out and, and, and it blew it up. So I think that they've already made themselves known that they can, stop things they can they can make things uh difficult mm -hmm. for us mm -hmm. and i think that uh my take on this is that i i would hope that if russia or the iranians or whoever or the north koreans start chucking missiles around mm -hmm. that they do come in and, and stop it before it gets out of hand because if if that does happen it, it, it's all hell's going to break loose and Mm -hmm. This is going to be not a nice place to live anymore. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the way the powers that be are going, <laughs> I feel like they're not going to make it easy for sure, oh, sadly. Okay. Um, do you recommend hypnosis when it comes to being an experiencer or an abductee? Well, here, here's, yeah, here's the thing that I, I always 
counsel people on with regard to hypnosis. You need to be very sure that you want to do it, number one, Mm -hmm. Um, because you may find out something that you don't want to hear. And, you know, once the toothpaste is out of the tube, it's it's hard to put it back in, uh, I like to say. Um, And and so and I, I number of times where people have said, yeah, I'd like to get some hypnosis. And then I talked to them for a while and, you know, you, you could sense that they weren't really ready. And I said, you know what, you might want to wait and, and think about this a little bit more because you got to be really sure that you want to go through it. Mm-hmm. And then once they do make that decision, then what we found that uh, probably some of the modalities that have worked very well for hypnotherapists is the e. e- EMDR uh, right. modality and then the QHHT uh, mm-hmm. modality that uh, Dolores Cannon uh, uh, utilized and, and came up with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and, and, you, and you have to be someone that, uh, and we have a list of, of uh, uh, certified hypnotherapists uh, and licensed mental health practitioners uh, because you, you don't want to go to somebody that's not familiar with the subject. And so mm. all these people are familiar with the whole paranormal phenomena. And mm-hmm. and you, you want to definitely find someone like that. And if you're looking for someone like that, you can contact us and mm-hmm. then we can, we can uh, uh, give you names. And we're always looking for more uh, certified hypnotherapists that have that kind of background, because I think now that as, as all these, uh, hearings are going on and all this information is coming forward, more and more people are coming forward mm-hmm. and, and looking for help, um, and, and with their experiences. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you know anybody out there that, uh, uh, is a hypnotherapist that you can recommend. We'd, we'd love to know the names and you can contact us. There's a, a way to contact us through our website. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so let's go back to the congressional hearings mm-hmm. for, for a bit. Um, you, it, they concern you due to like what, how it can affect, you know, experiencers and contactees. What concerns you specifically about that? I mean, there's you're going to have some people saying, no, no, this is a great thing. This is a great thing. Then, then you know, there are people such as yourself who's like, ah, we have to be cautious with this. Yeah, I, th- I think what, what, first of all, it's, it's validation uh, for the experiencer. Uh, and yeah. I believe they're probably saying that this is a wonderful thing. The, and where I, where I, I kind of cautious about this is the, is the fact that now you're raising the um, uh, specter of more skepticism um, mm-hmm. more, uh, and uh, more um, uh, you know the likelihood of, of people having uh, you know this idea that these people are are uh, you know special in any way shape or form and that we need to be uh, you know, this idea of prejudice may come up, uh, you know, in that regard and that these people are going to be looked down upon or looked looked at as being weird mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. Um, yeah, it, it, it carries a lot of baggage. And and uh, so that's the aspect that I'm looking at. I, I mean, I think the hearings are great. I think that's this needs to happen. Mm-hmm. But the, the other side of the coin is that uh, uh, there's a stigma attached to it and, and, and then 
as I said earlier, that, uh, you know, we do have a lot of prejudice in our world. And uh, this may be another group that might be looked down upon in some way, shape or form. And uh, mm -hmm. it, it just you have to be really um, uh, concerned about the experiencers in that regard, I think. Can't we use for example's sake <clears throat> because the u.s is sort of one of the last countries to come on board with disclosure i mean you have comp you know countries like france mm. they actually had a program in place where it's just like no we want to know about your experiences and when they when there was experiences in the country well for the most part <laughs> they would put some of them through their this their organization that they would make the public aware of i'm sure there were many that that never made it you know Peru was the same, Brazil. Um, there's many countries that that are very forthcoming with it. Heck, even Russia was one of you know the first mm -hmm. handful to say, yeah, mm -hmm. here's yeah, here's what our our pilots experienced. And I mean, it's common knowledge. You had you had Russian scientists in the 70s and 80s doing the whole CE5 thing. They're like, we don't need to go to space. We just know how to call them. And they would use mm -hmm. this one specific Air Force base and they would go out and they would they would make contact. And I'm thinking, Jesus, <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> so, you know, essentially, we're one of the last ones to come on board. Um, you know, so. Well, I, I think, again, it, it, it boils down to a power struggle that's going on. And right. that there's a group that wants it out and another group, uh, mainly the Pentagon, that doesn't want it to come out. And, sure. and, and why, why is that? Well, if, if it's true, based on what Grush said and, and now Kirkpatrick said that, uh, hey, if we have these vehicles, the last thing we want to do is tell our enemies, exactly. whoever they are, sure. that we have this. And, and supposedly, uh, according to Stephen Greer, a lot of these craft are ours. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, and, I and, read that. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and so... You know, and, and, and it has remarkable capabilities. And, and so I think that that's something that we certainly want to keep as a, as a whole card, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, if we if we do go to war or we have conflicts that, you know, get out of hand. Um, so uh, it's so it's complicated. It's it really is because then you have to start. Like, Do you have concerns about this whole false flag thing that's going around? Are you concerned? About sure, the false sure, flag? sure. Um, it's a distinct possibility. I don't think that would happen. Uh, that's my own gut right, feeling right. on it. Uh, right. But it's it's certainly a possibility. Um, right. That uh, uh, you know whether it's a holographic. I have to ask. Yeah, because it's it's a concern. It's something that's floating yeah. about, right? So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, comment: The United States is heart in hardcore denial right over aliens and uh, alike. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. that's that. Well, I mean, there there's some people in the government that are, and there's others that aren't. So, uh, it, right. it, again, it's a combination of things going on, and the two sides are, you know, mm -hmm. struggling to to you know make a point, uh, yeah. whether it's uh, to bring it out or to suppress it. And uh, I think you're at that point where um, you have those who risk coming out and talking about it, but the risks are less now because you know you've got more people at least will publicly said, okay, we're, we're on board. I look in Canada when you had the, the former defense minister, Paul Hillier, mm -hmm. he just went right, went for broke, <laughs> just put it out there and said, yeah. okay, yeah, they're a thing. We're yeah, just like, sure. what? 
you know. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, right. I, I had the opportunity to meet him and and uh, you know talk about that. And uh, yeah, he, he you know he was at the of the age that yeah. he didn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. It's just like what so, happened. <laughs> so I'm just gonna you know say it like it is, which right. is great. Which is great. And I mean, you know, these these people have wonderful credentials. It was like um, uh, Colonel Corso. Yeah. You know, I, I had the opportunity to meet him at the 50th uh, uh, anniversary of Roswell. Right. And uh, I said, here it is. You, you've come out in this book the day after Roswell mm -hmm. talking about, you know, what you did. And, you know, you were a member of the Eisenhower administration uh you had great credentials aren't you worried about your reputation and in, 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 you know in that regard because at that time you know people were still very skeptical about this whole situation and uh he said no he said i no uh our our grandkids need to know this our kids need to know that this has happened and, mm. and this is going on right and and so i you know there was no question in my mind that i believed the guy you know, mm -hmm. because there was some people saying, well, it was just made up. But no, no. Right. <laughs> right. It, it's touch and go for sure. Um, Dolly says, hello, Dolly. I always want to break out in song when I hear your name. <laughs> I do. I do. I've been known to do it. Um, experiences are I, valid I, I, witnesses. Uh, the government yeah. does not own the narrative. Much to their chagrin, I am sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Own the narrative. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of the things that uh, uh, I was at, a, a more, I guess it was the same uh, uh, symposium that I was at where I spoke. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick Pope was there and uh, he was talking about the fact that, uh, uh, you know, these objects at the time uh, that uh, Lou Elizondo was talking about mm -hmm. in, the, in the videos that came out. Yeah. Uh, and they were saying, well, it's it's not the Russians, it's not the Chinese, uh, and it's not us, so what is it? And Nick said, well, you know what? I hope it's either the Russians or the Chinese if it's not us, because at least we can talk to them. Right. <laughs> so so then I, I went up to him afterwards and I said, you know what? You're missing the boat. I said, mm. you got you got experiences that are talking to them all the time. You don't have to pick up a phone. They can they can talk to them telepathically. They can talk to them in person. In it's person. True. It's so, true. So it's it's like but don't you want to hide those people? <laughs> because you have government and military who would be all over telepathic. Well, I mean, a, a lot of a lot of people these experiences have had government people involved with their abduction and and, and the mill lab type of a thing. And yeah. mostly what they're looking for is information. You know, they're, they're not necessarily doing anything really drastic to these people mm -hmm. other than the scaring the crap out of them. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, that's enough. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah. put it, putting implants in them because the, 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 the implants are not only uh, aliens, but also, I, I guess, the government is right. uh, doing sure. the same, same process. But sure. uh, yeah, so it's, it's it, <laughs> so many, so many crazy things. There are, there are. Uh, Tamara, hello. Do you feel there's an effort to normalize aliens and the paranormal worldwide? Great question. Well, I think I think it's it, it, it's happening in spite of itself, uh, so to speak. Uh, yeah, 
look at look if you look on any news feed there's always a, a ufo story on there these days yes. how many programs are on on television that are talking about these types many. of many 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 and, all the old ones are coming back too there's a demand uh, yeah and 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 so uh, it's it, it, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we have cell phones that have the capability to take pictures. And so that you're, you're getting all kinds of feedback uh, from, from people that uh, have taken some incredible mm -hmm. uh, pictures. And uh, so you, it, it, it's just happening. It, it's right. like an evolutionary process that's going on. Do you uh, think maybe I, this is why, the government has jumped on board because everybody's got one of these for the most part and, mm -hmm. and they can get the best evidence. The oh, yeah. People are sharing it at one point, oh, yeah. you know, government needed programs to go out and do something and gather, you know, whatever they can get. You don't have to do that anymore because people are just willingly yeah. giving it up. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, it, it, it's just an evolutionary process that's going on because of our technological capabilities that we mm -hmm. have, right. that uh, this is becoming much more evident. And and so um, it's just a combination of many factors that are all coming together to to make it more evident. Uh, so I, I'm right. Right. So it, this is this is an evolution of sorts. It is. Absolutely. People are awakening to the the possibilities that we really are not alone. I mean, even yeah. the Vatican said that they were preparing to put a team together to deal with people who are having experiences. Oh, yeah, that's, there, there, that's was a, there was a there was a, an edict that was put out years ago by uh, one of the popes that uh, you know that uh, aliens are uh, you know part of God's uh, plan as well. <laughs> well, so. they've got an alien skull on the vein in the archives. <laughs> they've got to say something, yes. you uh, know. It's there. It's there. Um, I think you get to that point where it's, you have to, you know, if you can't beat them, join them, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 You know, that's, because that's... people find out you have this, then it's sort of like, well, you know, why why are we following you? You know, you've been lying to us. I think it gets to that point. Do you think there's a fear? with the government as well, because this is something that's really widely discussed, is that part of the fear with the government in disclosing all of this is they have to hold themselves accountable if they admit that, yes, we've been taking you too. Mm -hmm. so, oh, sure. Oh, sure. Right? I mean, you know, how many programs have, has the government screwed the people like MK Ultra? I mean, you know, th there's so many programs that they are or, or, or the, yes. the 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 uh the infecting people with syphilis and and, and things of that nature yes. uh yes. yeah we, we we've been uh experimented on in, in many cases and and it came out later of mm -hmm. course it did come out of sure. all those programs and then what happened nothing right right <laughs> nothing and yeah. uh, it, it, and it's the same thing here. I I don't think uh, you're taking you it was to... good for you. We know best. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I, can you imagine a, a court room where you have some experiencers in there and and you know and, and a judge and a jury and all that and and people talking about their experiences and then the and the government, you know, saying 
What are you talking about? You got to be crazy, you know. And there's, oh my God! So but nobody's gonna. Nobody. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the government's worried about it. I really no. don't. No. But think that's so. what I'm saying. That's been a part of it. It's been the you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. We're hiding it. I mean, you know, Roswell is a perfect example. You know, you've caught everybody coming around saying you never saw anything. <laughs> it just cleaned yeah. the whole place out. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like what? <laughs> like yeah threatened and everything yeah exactly it, it exactly. got pretty ugly it did yeah. it did sure. you sure. know but here's uh, hey susan uh it's disclosure we are it no government needed unless they admit their part we were just talking about it's like mm. yeah exactly and exactly jr agrees with you just about everything is an experiment on yeah. us all yeah <laughs> not wrong yeah. yeah not wrong yeah so so what's next what's next you know, do we, do you brace yourself, especially because you have an organization that works with well, people, but does the world brace itself for the next, the next step after all of this? Well, one of the, one of the things that um, uh, I heard, okay. Um, and, it's, and, I'll, and I'll just back up a little bit and of just course. say, I, I think what we should do from now on until 2027, I think is the year that, has been prognosticated that something pretty dramatic is going to happen. Um, that we should just party, party hard. I'm <laughs> down. <laughs> party hard because supposedly this this was a, a, a psychic uh, who's now not with us any longer uh, out of Bulgaria. Ah, uh, uh, Baba Benga. Yes. Did you hear her prediction? It was 2027. Supposedly, this huge asteroid is supposed to hit the Earth. Okay, directed here by aliens. Okay, okay. And see, normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about that, but she's bang on about pretty much everything she has predicted to this point. Ex exactly, exactly. I mean, she she predicted the World Trade Center, yeah, thing, yeah. and and uh, so if that's the case, we don't have a whole lot of time, folks. <laughs> chop chop. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, her government used to use her for for her insight yeah um and, so and a lot of a lot of psychics are, are being utilized i mean yeah. uh, um you know i i i i do an interview series on on my website and uh i've interviewed a, a gal that was a psychic and some of the stories that she had you know being able to tell a person about future events um uh, it's just remarkable and of course those future events did occur uh, and how is that possible? How how can people? I know a few of those type of psychics myself. <laughs> the gift of premonition is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's amazing. Um, but they take chances, you know. They take chances when they come forward with some of that. So kudos to them for sharing it, because depending yeah. on the prediction, mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to be the one who predicted the World Trade Center, for example, who's still breathing, <laughs> talking yeah. about it, because, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, well, unfortunately, you know, when when people like that come forward and say things, a lot of people, most people don't don't give it much credibility, That's true. Uh, That's except true. she had one hell of a track record. Right. Um, and, and so this one bothers me. <laughs> this one really bothers me. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. so, yeah. like I say, time to party. <laughs> well, jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have any objections to anything, but um, <laughs> um, Tamara says the next step is your new neighbor will be an alien. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, let's let's expand on that a bit. What are your yeah, thoughts on hybrids well, being here? So, yeah, exactly. Uh, supposedly, you you can't tell them apart. Uh, they they look like you and I. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, David Jacobs wrote a book recently, and he he calls them hybrids because they're they they they're so advanced now uh, in that process of hybridization mm-hmm. that you can't tell people apart. Well, I've I've known a couple of people that. Uh, uh, claim to be uh, uh, hybrids, mm-hmm. and they look like you and I, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and it's difficult to understand uh, from a scientific standpoint. Uh, how do you prove something like this? Uh, uh, Gary Nolan, again from Stanford University, talked about that that we don't have DNA from an alien that right. we can verify. Okay. This, this is true. However, however, yeah. if we do have alien bodies, uh, that we might have alien DNA. I'm thinking and, they wouldn't tell you if they had it. Well, yeah, exactly. Right? But, uh, you know, so, but that would be the ultimate uh, test that you could compare the, the two DNAs and say, okay, yeah, this is, this is definitely alien and this is human. And so this person is a hybrid. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. Right. So uh, what are your thoughts in, on the negative blood type? Well, that's something that what came around about 40,000 years ago. All yeah, of a sudden it showed 30, up. 40, yeah. yeah. And, uh, um, you know, a lot of these experiences seem to have that uh, RH negative factor. Um, and uh, right here. <laughs> there you both, go. Both my parents. What, what is it? Is A? Is it A? Uh I'm A. O. I have family members who are O's. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, You know, okay. the, they, yeah. There's, there's yeah. many. I mean, you have, you have yeah. all the different A, A, B. Yeah. You know, yeah. O. Um, but back in a the time, there's such a small percentage of of the population, like maybe 15 percent, that is Rh negative. But way back in the day, because I'm aging myself, but mm-hmm. both my parents were negative, and. I remember my mother saying to me, she goes, the family doctor, which is how the hell did you two find each other? Well, that's, that's an interesting point right there. Right. (laughs) I'm just like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, you you hear about the manipulation that goes on. If if we're we're being, you know, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. You know, if we are experiencers and families mm-hmm. are experiencers, that there's a reason why these things happen is mm-hmm. it's manipulated in some way, shape or form, mm-hmm. you know. Well, so. there's an even rarer blood type and it's called the golden blood. There might be only 400 people on the planet who have it. it uh, explain that because I, I've heard the term, but what what is that? Okay, let me just get, I'm going to try to get the exact term. Okay, let me see if I can bring this up here. Come on. There we go. Okay. Okay. The golden blood, the rarest blood type in the world. Okay. Fewer than, oh, sorry, 50 people apparently. And this is an article January 17, 2022. um, And there's only 50 people have this blood type. Finding a blood transfusion would be terribly difficult. Um, And it goes, the blood is considered Rh null if it lacks all 61 possible antigens in the rh system it's very dangerous to live with this blood type and very few people have it i'm happy to send you this link 
um, it, it, it talks yeah. quite a bit yeah. about it. But oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's interesting. No, yeah. I've I, I, I've heard the term, but I, I didn't really you know dig into it. Yeah, but that that, that that's interesting. Rh null. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, what I'll do for you people, just because I love you all, is I'm going to put it right in here for you. Perfect. Go crazy, people. <laughs> there we go. Who loves you? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's definitely, it's, it's just something very, um, very unique. So where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> like, how specialized is that? Yeah, you can only surmise that it, it, it was a, a freak of nature of some sort, you know, some, some, something uh, didn't go right. Well, I'm, I'm sending went, it to you right went, now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Come to your email. Okay. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's there, amazing. there we are. Uh, Dolly says mutation. What mm. kind of mutation? <laughs> Elaborate, <laughs> Dolly. Wayne, yeah. hello. Yeah. I think these yeah. DNA groups are collecting the DNA because uh, the government's look for something specific. If people are unwilling to give it voluntarily, let's make a fun game of it and the masses are in. I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess like all of these ancestry places, I had mine done long before these, these ancestry type mm -hmm. websites started doing it. I went to the laboratory. And me, yeah. 23 and me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's just like, okay, whatever, you know? And, um, and then they showed, they showed after a while that they were, they were looking for something and collecting something, mm -hmm. but it, it, it was exciting. You know, oh, yeah. so I uh, see my previous message. What did I miss? What did I miss? Okay, hold on. Message. I'm sorry, I put a link up. <laughs> I, I just showed, I think they're connecting. Um, okay, well, I don't see it. Maybe you can repost it. Sorry, mm -hmm. but so okay, so hybrids, you basically you wouldn't know if you were talking to one. No, you really wouldn't. Um, right. uh, Based on the fact that uh, they seem they seem to have really perfected the process uh, right. after all these years, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I talk about it in in my book. That that's a, a section in the book. I talk about hybrids and uh, mm -hmm. I talk about a lot of the the physical characteristics and the psychological uh, uh, effects of mm -hmm. the whole process. Um, and uh, so I think that uh, you know if someone this, this is a good book for people that, you know, have not really dug into the whole phenomena mm -hmm. uh, and uh, because basically go over the whole experience or uh, process. And we, we, I have all the charts on the the uh, the, the blood types and uh, things of that nature, uh, mm -hmm. the, the types of uh, uh, scars that people have, the marks on their bodies that they have uh, right. and the implants. I mean, there, you know, uh, the the late Dr. Roger Lear did a fantastic job uh, with uh, analyzing uh, from 17 patients uh, the uh, the implants, right. and it, they have incredible characteristics. Some right. of them actually transmit in the deep space frequencies. Uh, wow! They're 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 made out of materials that uh, are not earthly in nature. Uh, so, and he had it analyzed by a number of prestigious labs. And, right. and so when people talk about the fact that there's no, no evidence, it, that's bullshit. Right. 
There, there, like is, is, less. <laughs> there yeah. is evidence. There right. is evidence. Right. Um, and, uh, um, but, you know, people. It's just not, we're not being made privy to it, basically. There's sort of a conscious dissonance about the whole topic, you know, that right. people don't want to hear it. You know, don't tell me anything. I don't want to see anything. You know, it's right. Like, right. Hear right. no evil, see no evil, speak yeah. no evil. Um, uh, I, I, so, I think. There are people out there. I, I mean, you know, Dolly, I'm hybrid. Dolly's been on the show. Dolly's had a book written about her. I mean, she's trying. She's trying to to raise that awareness um, and can validate a lot of things, which she's been on the show makes it interesting. Yeah. I think people out there are trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe, do you think they're being blocked in a way? Do you think that there's there's just? I I think it's what you said with the stigma. I think mm -hmm. people who want to come out and talk about it are being perhaps ridiculed or they're being, you know, they, they want to discredit you, essentially. Well, it's so difficult for a person that is a hybrid to, to, to you know, um, be able to give proof to someone. Well, not it's everybody wants to talk about it either. So she's right, taking right. that chance. I, yeah, I, exactly. I and and that, that's wonderful, you know, that she's, she's doing that. But, you know, it, it's it's like, how do you tell a person that, first of all, that you are a hybrid? And then how do you give them some type of proof? And it, it, there mm -hmm. isn't, a, it's a feeling that these people have inside them, that mm -hmm. they know. It's a knowing that things during their lifetime and memories during their lifetime have have come bubbled up and mm -hmm. just made it incredibly uh, obvious that yeah, there's mm -hmm. something different about me, and you know that's yes. what it is that right. I I am a hybrid. Right. Well, I mean, Rh negative. Mm -hmm. are, are, is that not in fact hybridization in some way? If this is a blood type that just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. Even if it was tens of thousands of years ago, I mean, there are people walking around today. But the mm -hmm. thing is, is there's nothing. Where, where, what do you compare where this like originated from? Yeah. So I get the dilemma, <laughs> but in a way, yeah, yeah. You know, we, you've got fifteen percent of the world's population who are technically hybridized in some way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's 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 an interesting. Uh, we we don't have unfortunately the answers. Yes, we the we just people. don't. Yeah, Bas Bas the Basque. Oh, Basque. Yeah, Basque region. Yeah. France. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's interesting. There's a lot, a lot of people like that there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, interesting group. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, like I said, I think you'll have your people that want to talk about. There'll be people that don't want to talk about it. I certainly would not want everybody to know i'm sort of you know i'm funny like that but i just think you're going to find people slowly coming out of the woodwork and do you talk to a lot of paranormal people who come to your organization and then they have this starch um sort of like a, a reality check and they go oh my gosh i'm an experiencer <laughs> well most of the people that and this is interesting uh, factor. When we, we first got started in 1994, um, you know, our name is paranormal. Yes. Okay? And yeah. Paranormal, which covers a lot of different bases. You know? It does. Yeah. And um, but over the years, what we've mostly gotten are people that claim to have had contact with non-human intelligence experiencers. Right. Um, that have, you know, 
gravitated to our site for whatever reason. And uh, and it's so interesting what a correlation that is between what I got involved with, okay, early on as as a field investigator, and the types of people that uh, uh, turned out to be experiencers. Mm. And, and, and so it, it just became a, a, a natural thing for me anyway, when these people did come in to talk to them. And uh, what we do, we have a, a, a third group uh, in, within our organization called the EST, the Experiencer mm-hmm. Support Team. These are, these are people that are very uh, knowledgeable in a lot of the areas uh, of, of, of this type of phenomena. Mm-hmm. And, and so they kind of do triage with these people if that's what they're looking for. They can, mm-hmm. they can pick a couple of things when they hit our site as far as support. Mm-hmm. One, they can indicate that they want to be put into the support group. And the other thing is to have a person from the EST contact them. Mm-hmm. And that's where we find out a lot of information. And we work with these people mm-hmm. one-on-one and right. you know to, to find out exactly what's going on and how we can help them. And, and then, uh, as I mentioned, we do have a referral network of mental health practitioners and hypnotherapists that uh, we can also uh, utilize. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... <laughs> We, we do we do we get some incredible stories i mean just absolutely incredible stories that come mm-hmm. come through and uh you know we mm-hmm. we don't we don't we don't do anything you know keep this all very confidential right. we don't we don't want to out anybody or anything right. uh, but in I my think, book, I think it's great that they have a place that they can go and that's what i was going to ask you about mm-hmm. what what are your hopes with the book and writing the book well, the the hope was to basically tell tell the universe here, if you will, that there is something definitely going on. These people do not have a psychopathology. We uh, back in two thousand and nine, uh, 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 Mufon funded a study that I I, I did with a, a couple of uh, psychologists, and we took 71 people that claimed that they had contact with non-human intelligences and 51 people that were a control group. And we found out that these people did not have a psychopathology. They weren't fantasy prone. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, 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 their worldview changed significantly. And I mentioned this earlier that, you know, we need to be better stewards of the planet. They need mm-hmm. to be more loving, um, that, uh, uh, we found that these, these aliens were, you know, Kind of not not really malevolent, and they're not really uh, uh, benevolent, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, they were kind okay. of in between, in between, you know, based on the information that we got back. Mm-hmm. But there was also differences in in their temporal lobe activity. Uh, the experiencers did have a difference in their temporal lobe activity, uh, which maybe gets back to this study that Gary Nolan did between the Caudate and Putamen area that there was more connections there right. uh, uh, with these people. So, and he did MRI studies, which we've never done. Uh, wow. But uh, we were able to, through these uh, psychological instruments, uh, uh, questionnaires, uh, ascertain that there were differences in their temporal lobe activities. So mm-hmm. there was a distinct uh, difference. Uh, mm-hmm. So, that that was an interesting factor that that came out of that study. So, interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It, so we, we, yeah, it's good if you can add a little bit of you know science to that. It just adds that 
that extra bit of credibility it just makes it more real for yeah. Yeah. you know the the ufology community as well yeah. If anybody is interested in that study, uh, it's on our website. It's called the Omega-3 study. And you can it's in the articles and documents section of our, of our website. So uh, it, it's an interesting, uh, it's about only 28 pages. Uh, it's a lot of statistics. Right, <laughs> so, yeah. right. Um, I no. hate statistics, but uh, the, the psychologist that I... I gotta have with, it. Uh, gotta have it. <laughs> Gotta have, gotta have it. Yeah, uh, and, and, and so we're now we're in. A, we just finished the first phase of the uh, of the omega four study, uh, which that first phase was. We went out to psychologists and had a, had them do a questionnaire, and that information is also on our our uh, website, uh, and that's the. Uh, and we're working on the second phase, which is to go out to the experiencers of these uh, therapists uh, to get their feedback. Wow. So it's, it's an ongoing study, and, and so we're so hoping There's a lot to... of cross-referencing going on. Yeah, yeah. We're going to hold that thought. I'm going to leave up the cover of your book. We're going to do a very quick station and sponsor ID. So for everyone who is tuning in, you are tuning into the Outer Realm Radio. Our special guest tonight is Les Valles, and we are talking about his book, The Unknown Other and the Existential Proposition of Alien Contact. What a phenomenal show. We're just, you know, we still have another half an hour or so for you guys to, to get in on this. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have been a part of our journey since the very beginning. So big kudos to Folgers. We appreciate you so much. Also, big thank you to Justice Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snicker, the sonic surgeon, who is an award-winning composer of Halloween horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music. You can find his music on all of your favorite streaming platforms. He is the man and the voice behind our intro that you hear every single night. Also, big thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind the banners and logos here at the show. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Also specializes in the horror genre, but can do pretty much anything you need him to do. So big thank you to everybody. We appreciate you so much. And yes, no matter where you are, here's our, our, our third host, <laughs> Tamara. Like, share, and subscribe. No matter where you are watching the show, which platform, we have eight of them, Roku TV being one of them. Uh, so we're live on Roku tonight and every night. And of course, YouTube, Facebook, that's all over the place. So please, if you like what you see, you like what you hear, show us some love. And of course, oh yeah, the network too, which of course is the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. There, <laughs> that's wow. the work part of my job. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, I, I, I drink Folgers coffee every day. <laughs> Folgers loves you less. Yes. <laughs> They're I, awesome. don't, I don't have a mug, though. I don't have a Folgers mug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll tell you a funny story. We, 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 we often will say to people, you, if you want to promote yourself mm -hmm. in front of like a lot of people and a lot of listeners, we just say, make us a little commercial. Just, you know, MP, it has to be MP4 format. Make us a little commercial where you're you're just drinking or mentioning a Folgers. Mm -hmm. And you, it's like free advertising because you have 3 million people who hear it. And then you'll have, you wow. know, it's just in the archives for like ever. Oh. <laughs> okay, so great, great idea. We, we had guests in um, who were in the UK 
and mm -hmm. they're just like, no, we don't have Folgers here. So a Folgers, the Folgers family originates from the UK. Oh, and really? when they came over here, they went into Massachusetts. They were a whaling family, and they were actually oh. got an honorable mention in Moby Dick. So they're very historical family as well. Huh. The wow, that's States. interesting. Right? Oh, no, they came on our show and actually quizzed us on our, on our own sponsor. We failed miserably, and I had to do a whole makeup show on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to send these cups to England <laughs> so oh. they could do a commercial. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, but fantastic. It, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And Folgers, by the way, they watch the show, and they love it. They oh, love when they well, see that, people do that. What a wonderful sponsor you have there. That's great. That's we great. love them. They're a lot of fun and they, mm -hmm. they, they watch the shows and they love to see the guests and, you know, and, and the people uh, just sort of get involved with, with their product. This is people will mm -hmm. show, look at, we've got this Folgers or this Folgers and it's yeah. awesome. So, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It's awesome for sure. So, okay. So getting back to the book, um, when you, when you talk with people, I mean, you, you, you obviously put a lot of cross-referencing and everything into your research when people are getting hypnotized. And, and the reason I say, it's just like, it's one of those things you can't take back once you know it, mm -hmm. you know, unless they scrub you again, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> what are the, what are the races, um, of ETs that come up the most. Yeah, there's there's like five major ones, I guess. Yeah, certainly the Greys, and I, I always have this little thing about the Greys. It seems like the Greys are not only they're mostly they're not by themselves. Uh, they they always have either a tall Gray. You know, you got the short Greys number one, which yes. usually do with the abduction. Those are the guys that usually come in and take you through the wall or through the ceiling or whatever. And, and then you 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 have the tall tall grays, and then you have the mantid type, praying mantis type, yeah. uh, that seems to be ultimately in charge of of the whole situation. And really? then you and then you have the Nordic uh, types right. uh, that look like uh, you know Scandinavians, if you will. My and and, uh, and then you have the reptilians, uh, and and so and then you have the old military uh, type people of too, course that uh, get involved oftentimes involved with these combination of of entities right. um so those seem to be the the major ones uh right. that people talk about but there's variations on all of them it, just like well, you know paul hellier seemed to think there was like over 160 different races right 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 but what you seem to Come, I mean, you have interdimensionals, which are a whole nother ball right. game. Okay. okay. Other, other than these more physical type entities, uh, right? Extraterrestrials, if you will. Right. Um, and and then and then you have these light beings, which are a whole nother uh, breed of cat that uh, seems to. Uh, I've had experiences with them too. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. They're beautiful experiences. Yeah. Yeah, they you know. typically are. They typically are. You know, right. uh, the you hear this a lot in, in near-death experience type of uh, scenarios where these entities are beings of light. Uh, mm. And uh, but uh, right there, there's <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know it, 
I've, I've heard all kinds of numbers as far as all the different races. And I talk about mostly the, these types in the book at this point and where they're, they're supposedly from mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, uh, you know, what they typically are, whether they're, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the short grays are more biological robotic in nature. Uh, right. And, and, and like Dolly was saying, AI, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then you got, you have the, the mantid type that are very, very unusual, obviously. And, uh, but uh, I don't even like them in my garden. <laughs> just like, they're pretty, pretty nasty. Nasty. arms at you yeah they're aggressive yeah. they get up and they <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i couldn't imagine when it was 12 feet tall you know yeah, but... exactly so exactly. so who's who seems to be the like the bad kid on the block when it comes to um people who have been regressed most mostly uh you know obviously the uh the worker bees they're doing all the uh uh, probing uh, things of that nature uh, right. seem to be the the real bad guys in all of this. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, the, the, the mantid type they kind of just sit back and like running the show. So there's not a lot of uh, the interaction, a lot of interaction going on. Uh, and then you have the reptilians, which uh, there's most people talk about the fact that they're not really nice. But then I've heard all stories that. They're 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 groups that are loving. They're they're yeah. they're, they're nice guys. I've heard that, I've heard that, that too. Yeah, both, 50, 50. And, that, and that they they're they've been here before us on this planet. Yes, and that this this is their home too. So right, right. Well, they would have been here, um, you know, before us. Mm-hmm. Some people believe that you know the reptilians are were were instrumental in in our development mm-hmm. as well so yeah. it's it's there's so much that we don't know because i feel that you know we're, we're suppressed so much has been kept from us oh sure and and, and now we're, we're i feel like we're we're children just waiting to 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 get any morsel of information that can be given to us and it's sad really because if we just look at all of the monuments out there mm-hmm. you know you go down to to even like south america for example I mean, the ancient people emulated what they saw or or they wrote about it or their oral mm-hmm. history talked about it. Just look at the temples in mm-hmm. South America. Just look at, I mean, in ancient Sumerians, the same. You know, th- there's, there's a town in, I think it's Brazil or Peru. I cannot recall it. But there's a statue of a reptilian being mm-hmm. in a robe. And he helped these people when they went underground to avoid, I think it was an invasion or some kind of a disaster. And they were underground for years and he educated them and he helped them survive. And this was in this area. And now this town has a commemorative of him. Isn't that amazing? It is. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, talking about structures and things of that nature, like Baalbek and and those, those giant mega mega ton blocks yes how could how could how could back then how could they move those things yeah how the hell did they do that or or these you know sakse woman in in uh in uh peru right these these blocks that looked like they were they were once liquid and they just 
came together and oh i mean it's just mind-boggling that blows my mind it every time is I look at that. how can people <laughs> expect us to believe that there was nothing greater here before us even when we talk about giants mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah. come on <laughs> <laughs> you look at places like Sardinia, you look at places like even here yeah. in North America, the mounds, yeah. I mean, yeah. everything. It's just how can, can you know, well, Smithsonian was responsible for, for really getting rid of so much of that evidence. You know, they would just dump bones into the, into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's unfortunate. You know, this really. is, this is part of our, um, what, uh, the, the path not taken uh, or the path that should have been taken and uh, was suppressed for probably not only scientific reasons, uh, because one guy thought that, uh, well, th here's the latest theory uh, on it. And this doesn't comply with the theory. So we just throw it away. We don't, we don't want to, we don't want to deal with it. Academia. Or, or, or for religious reasons. Yes. Religion has a lot of, have done a lot of bad things. <laughs> well, how many wars have been waged in the name of religion, right? Oh, um, yeah. And it's still going on. Yes. It's, yes. Yes. Exactly. I, I think we get to a point um, where, yeah, I'll put this up. Dolly. Yeah. All humanity carry the DNA of giants. Yeah. I guess. And, 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 You'll have people on the fence with that one, but I think um, I think anything is possible, you know. And you have mm -hmm. so much out there with the Native American people who tell oh, yeah. stories of giants, and you go to these serpent mounds and these other mounds, and you just look at structures that even here in North America, then you're looking at it going, "No, we don't believe nothing's here." Okay. <laughs> There's nothing here. There's nothing no. here. <laughs> nothing to see here, people. No, Keep moving nothing's on. Here. Yes. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Oh right. my God. Yeah. Exactly. So the book. What mm -hmm. are you hoping this does for people? Where where do you go after this? Well, that's a good question. Um, as far as the book is concerned, like I said, I, I, I it was for me, I wanted to get the word out that experiencers exist, that they're not crazy that there is physical evidence, we do have evidence, and that there's a whole group of stories from these experiencers, which are fascinating, that are that are in the book. So, and as I said earlier, I, I talk about the physical aspects of the experience, the yes. psychological aspects of the experience. So it's an, it's an educational book, basically. Right. Um, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, that, uh, more people will, you know, that have had questions about this whole phenomena will, 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 will be able to better understand it, better understand it. Now, as far as where, where do you go next? Well, that's a good question. I, you know, and I've been thinking about, you know, what the next uh, book be about. And, and, and maybe the thought came to mind uh, that, uh, you know, perhaps it would be a look at what, what, what do they want? What is it that their these entities are are are, are wanting, and, and and why are they here? What are they doing? Where are they from? All this kind of stuff uh, to get more deep deeply into the entities themselves. Mm -hmm. And part of the research that we're doing right now is we, we've 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 got a two hundred uh, uh, 
uh, questions questionnaire 200 uh, question questionnaire mm -hmm. that uh, we're, we're we're going to be sending out uh, to these experiencers to better understand the aliens themselves um and and uh, so from that research itself i'm hoping that that basically gives gives me enough information to perhaps you know come up with another book uh right. and, and and be able to present that uh so uh i think this, that would be fascinating because there's a lot of experiencers who have basically said no i've been giving messages i have mm -hmm. a message to humanity mm -hmm. yeah. and and they don't have a platform to to voice it right right one of the things that came out uh, with uh, a number of the experiencers uh, was that uh, the talk of reincarnation um this the, which leads me to another story but yeah Please. the aliens say that the reincarnation is a, a, a universal process this is something that is part of the universe mm -hmm. that and I one day in that. one of one of the support groups that i i was facilitating uh, a person said to me, I've seen you before. I said, oh, where? At a UFO conference or something like that? They said, no, no, I saw you on board the craft. <laughs> I mm. said, really? Really? That's that's interesting. And I kind of blew it off. You know, I right. didn't think much about it. It was like a year and a half, two years later, that a totally different person in the support group said, hey, I've seen you before. I said, really? Where? UFO conference? Same thing. <laughs> no, no, no. You were, you were, you were sitting on this bench naked on board the craft. Oh, were, beautiful. You were, you were, you were freaking out. You were freaking <laughs> out. And they told me to go over to you to calm you down. Well, at that point I decided, okay, shit, I'm going to, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go. And I'm, I don't want to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get regressed. I had right. three, I had three separate regressions and I didn't, I, nothing along those lines came up. Right. Um, uh, and, and I, I had multiple past lives. That's what came out. And all of it was, was involved with the military. Most of them, every one of them, except for one where I was a restaurant owner in, in the 1800s in Spain. And I, anyway, right. <laughs> but the rest right. of them were all involved with military. And this lifetime, this lifetime, I, I've been involved with the military. I had six years of military service. Right. And, well, thank and, you for your service. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, and and so there was definite linkage there. So then it was like I was talking to somebody later on about this whole situation, and they said maybe somehow this person connected with you in a previous lifetime. And that's when this abduction occurred, because that's one of the things that happens in this whole incredible phenomena, that right. there are time shifts, time, missing time, uh, misplaced time. I mean, it's like they bring you back before they take you <laughs> type stuff. Yeah, right. I know it's a vicious cycle. And you're begging. I don't want to come back. <laughs> I'm tired. Now you're going back. Here, go to the store. Damn. <laughs> so, so, so the, yeah. these are the kind of things that happens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I completely, I could completely see that. I know I've had lives where it's been the sort of the same idea, but if they follow, if they follow a bloodline and they follow the essence, you know, because I, 
tend to think that we reincarnate into our own, often into our own bloodlines. I don't, I mean, not that we can't outside of that, but there is that theory that we can reincarnate within our own bloodlines repeatedly. Might not do it for a thousand years, but, and I always, when I first heard that, I thought it, it makes sense because of some of my lineage. And when I think back to where I was, you know, through regressions when they're like, oh no, we had this life or this life. I'm kind of like, I think that might be a thing. <laughs> I'm really thinking it might be, it might be a thing, which was fascinating to me, um, that, that whole perspective. Be we have a lot of that memory too, that, yeah. that imprinting. <clears throat> well, you know, there's, imprinting. there's a lot of cases of people, um, reincarnating and 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 like uh this kid that all of a sudden starts to talk about world war ii and you know all the remembrances of of flying and he had such detail there was no oh. possible way that this could could, could know it's that it's extraordinary but, yeah it's and extraordinary then, people coming back with uh, marks on their body mm -hmm. uh, where this person was shot in a previous lifetime and that's exactly where they were shot mm -hmm. and, and so it it's, it's um, extraordinary. Wayne, yeah. who's in chat here, worked with a man who was a friend of his um, and uh, from England. Mm -hmm. And when he was four years old, he was talking about all the schematics of a Spitfire. Mm. He goes, no, yeah. no, this is how it works. This is what you do. This mm -hmm. is how the engine works. This is blah, 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 blah. And he goes, I had no idea what a Spitfire was. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I talked yeah. about it and I knew it. And he was right. Yeah. as a child yeah so, i mean i mean that 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 stuff is just absolutely mind-blowing it you know? is it but is it, it goes to show you that this this reincarnation is 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 real it, it happens it absolutely oh. happens by the I, way i i think i saw a comment lisa said she's a pilot Was no that... this would be dolly and oh, dolly. Dolly, me, dolly by the way is ex-army so oh. who and Good for you congratulations She's a thank you for your service. She's a UFO pilot. Oh, oh. you need to, you guys should talk. Oh, oh, <laughs> Just, wow, cool. this is what I love yeah. about the show is somehow people because people hear what the guests have to say. You know, I love seeing it all come together because as it moves along, you just like. You're, you're bringing people together who keep this whole cycle going because the outer mm -hmm. realm was designed to be a platform and little unbeknownst to me when it was created back in 2019 that it would grow mm -hmm. to to the point that it did but that so many connections would be made here that would keep all of the information highway flowing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh that's amazing that's amazing and i i have to ask you this is an interesting connection between you and Folger. Is there somebody within the Folger organization that has basically had experiences or something like that? To you know, I don't, I don't know. They're an extraordinary family, and I'm part of this amazing network to which mm -hmm. I also manage, by the way, and so which is which is great. Um, but they actually, I guess it was somebody within the organization who followed my television career too. So, cause they, they knew who, you know, who I was. And uh -huh. so they came to the, the owner of the network and said, yeah, we'll sponsor them. <laughs> and they, oh. they sponsored both of our shows. Wow. Both nights. 
you know, so we are, we are you know, pretty, we, we love them, of course. So, oh yeah, you know, we, we can't get enough of them, but um, yeah, so we're very fortunate. Are there experiences? Whew, I'm sure there are people out there who are experiencers and, and have mm-hmm. no idea because you just yeah. don't get to remember it. Right. Right. You know, um, yeah. Zizan says, I have been coming across blue beings of late, both Mm -hmm. on the astral travel and dreams, and have come across a few articles out of the blue. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. (laughs) What are your thoughts on blue celestial beings? Celestial beings? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, Willie Strieber was involved with uh, blue beings. Of course, they were Mm -hmm. uh, probably extraterrestrial in nature as opposed to celestial in nature. But mm-hmm. I it definitely, uh, uh, there was a uh, woman that was involved with our organization many years ago that uh, actually was a great artist. And she, she was involved with uh, blue beings and had some incredible pictures that she drew of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, very ethereal. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Blue is 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 a popular color, if you will. It's kind right. of my it's my favorite color, but by, by oh, the there way, we go. Well, <laughs> but, well, there uh, we go. No, I love it. But yeah, it's it, it's it's not unusual. It's not unusual. Yeah. Right. I love it. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more people coming forward. And mm-hmm. I think this will be great for your organization. I think people will i'll put i will put the website down in the show description as well I'll go back and do some editing on that um mm-hmm. or have asked the producer to do it and make sure that people can find you oh please Be- thank you thank oh, you very much it's a pleasure it's a pleasure so as we near the top of the hour tell everybody how to find you aside yeah. from the website i mean yeah. what do you have coming yeah. up are you doing any speaking engagements well, one of the things one of the things that I've been doing a lot of, and well, first of all, I want to thank you very much, Michelle. Um, sure. If and for people like yourself that do shows like this, this is so important to get the word out on so many of these these topics, these types of topics, uh, because I think there's a you know there's a, two biggest things on the internet, okay. Number one, of course, is pornography, but the second thing is UFO-related types right. of things, and 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 so I think that there's a great, you know, hunger for for information, and and so that's what we 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 try to do, and we but our main mission is to help people having paranormal experiences, right. and um, you know we have our website at opusnetwork.org. Um, and uh, we have quite a bit of information on there, um, uh, many aspects in the articles and documents section uh, mm-hmm. that, are, that could be very helpful for people, book recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the things, you know, as a nonprofit organization, we depend on donations. So mm-hmm. if uh, anybody listening to the show tonight has uh, the uh, wherewithal or the interest in uh, maybe uh, helping us out, we greatly appreciate throw it. Throw a shekel less this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw a shekel. Thank you. Or two. Or two. Yeah, two shekels would be better than one shekel. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
And, uh, you know, again, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I think because of the, the recent events that have occurred with this uh, revelations about the fact that we do have UFOs or we do have alien bodies and it's sort of a uh, uh, confirmation for the experiencer that their experiences are real. Mm -hmm. uh, and that uh, there's going to be more people coming forward based on these revelations. And we're always looking for more therapists, uh, mental health practitioners and hypnotherapists. So uh, if mm -hmm. uh, any anybody out there that uh, fits that bill, we, we'd love to talk to you and have you come on board. Uh, so uh, and as far as uh, events go, one of the things, uh, again, shows like yours, last year I did over 40 podcasts, um, and that helped significantly uh, with getting the word out that we do exist. And this year, uh, not quite on that kind of a schedule, but, uh, you know, uh, again, Mm -hmm. I, I greatly appreciate uh, Michelle having me back on your show again. Um, it's always, it's always a joy to, to, to talk with you. Uh, Thank uh, you. You're, you're, we haven't opened our policy. We read another book. I want to know about it. I have uh, to find this online, Les. I don't know why I didn't hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, no, right. I, yeah, I'm really serious. <laughs> if you have something that you want to talk about, sure. just, just email me and uh, okay. we'll, we'll put you in. We love okay. having you on. I know oh, Neil is going, ah, because she's, she's just down and, you know, she's got lots going on. She goes, I don't want to miss the show, but I'm dying over here. I know she really, really wanted to be here. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry. She couldn't be. That's yeah. Too bad. We yeah. love you Les. We do. Oh, thank <laughs> so. you. Thank you very much. I love you too. Thank Absolutely. you. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us tonight. And I'm going to email you because there's a few things. Like I'll send you links and okay. I'll, I'll send you Dolly's email. Okay. You, okay. Because I have permission uh, to do that. So okay. I, I, I will make that connection and and, okay. and I'll, I'll pop in a couple of other things there for you. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much, Michelle. Really <laughs> great time tonight. Super. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you. Uh, okay. Have a good night, Les. Hey, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Well, guys, we have come to the end of another fantastic segment here on The Outer Realm. I just really, really love this man. He's just, just a joy to spend the evening with we always you know we always have a good time with him try to catch his other um his other interview you're going to be going back in the wayback machine a little bit but it was really a fantastic interview but we have come to the end of our segment tonight big thank you to les velez big thank you to folgers coffee huge thank you to dr snick aka justin sticker Huge thank you to Steve McGinnis. Guys, feel free to email us if there's something you'd like to see or if you have something um, that you're researching, you've written a book, we want to hear about it. So contact us at the outer realm contact at gmail.com, the outer realm contact at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook page. Message us there. I've had people comment on our um on our YouTube show and say, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to be a guest, whatever it's easier for you guys, just reach out next week. We welcome Wednesday night, the return of, of our good friend, Mark Ollie, all the way from the UK. He's going to be discussing his book, the life and times of the real 
Robin Hood. I love that stuff because I am a nut for ancient history. So stay tuned for that one. Thursday night, we welcome the return of Dan Baldwin and George Sewell, who is going to be discussing their newest book, Paranormal Pendulum 3. And this is the part that I am waiting patiently to talk about. The sky people who are in contact with the Native Americans. And there's all kinds of stories, and they've, they've just been all out on this. So tune in for that on Thursday night. So until then, guys, oh, I have one more plug to do. Next Tuesday night, we noticed that we had Faye Ewing in our chat room. I'm going to be on her new show called Faye's Angels. So check her out on Latino Psychic Visions. I believe it's going to stream on there because that's their main show. And um, I'm just going to spend an hour with her. And we're going to have a chit chat or a parlay, so to speak. But anyway, until then, guys, have a fantastic weekend. Thank you to everybody in chat. You guys always make it that much more fun. And we love you. So don't forget to like up the show, share it up with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed, please do whichever platform you're watching on. Because I know there's a few tonight. Okay, good night. Love you guys.